Hey there guys, so this week's episode is a bit of a shorter one actually, uh, and I found that's pretty common when I'm covering a comedy film. Uh, yeah, so this week's episode we'll be talking about the seminal comedic classic, Some Like It Hot, although I don't know if uh, classic is uh, necessarily a word I would use to describe this one. Ooh, foreshadowing. <laughs> I'm such an asshole. Um, <laughs> enjoy. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of At the Movies with William Fletcher. As per usual, I am your host, William Fletcher, and this week I'm joined by AJ, a new guest for the show. Yeah. Hi, everyone. <laughs> yeah. Very nervous. Yeah, it's all right. It's just yeah. two people talking about things. It's not a. Uh about a movie rather so it's not shouldn't be too bad yeah 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 it shouldn't hopefully be too bad not. hopefully yeah so hopefully it's not as bad as the blonde black crash oh yeah yeah uh so yeah for this week we'll be covering uh the marilyn monroe film some like it hot as uh there's a i, I, I was gonna say biopic but from what i've gathered it's not technically a biopic it's more of a fictionalized version of her uh, life. Yeah, it would be a wild biopic, though. Considering yeah. what happened. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. Some like it hot, and I picked this because it's arguably her most iconic film. It's the one that I think a lot of people know. It's very highly rated on most places, and I hadn't mm. seen it as well, so I figured it would be interesting. Uh, to talk about so yeah this this episode will be yeah, be talking about the film and i guess touching on marilyn monroe as well i feel like at uh at points but so yeah i i hadn't seen the uh, this film before this recording uh um, yeah neither have I. I i didn't i didn't dislike it but i didn't think it was all that amazing if i'm being completely honest yeah, I mean, I think I'm with you. I was expecting it to be really good, but then mm. it just sort of is good, but not amazing. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel. So yeah, usually for this, we'll sort of go in the in sort of chronological order through the plot. Uh, we're like, we won't talk about everything. We'll just sort of go through and talk about stuff sort of as it happens, but. Uh, yeah, I didn't think this movie was anything too special, and I don't know if it's because I wasn't watching it sort of with a certain context, because this is, you know, an old, uh, this yeah. is from 1959, so I don't know if I didn't, yeah, watch the film with a so that sort of context in mind, but I don't think that really matters in a lot of cases. I think some films, I think a lot of, films from a certain even even old like films older than this i don't think need to be watched with the sort of context of the time period in mind yeah i don't think so either i agree but it is funny looking at it today because of what's in this film yeah um so yeah sort of i guess to sort of jump sort of into the the story um so yeah i was not I didn't know much about the film. I did know that it was that it's like sort of considered one of the best comedies ever. Uh, 
and uh, I guess to start off, I didn't. F I found a few bits funny, but I wasn't like. I didn't find it particularly hysterical, which I was kind of expecting, especially with the sort of knowledge of it being a comedy. Uh, like, yeah, I kind of agree as well. As in, the plot is hilarious, but it doesn't make you laugh. It's just a funny scenario, I think. Yeah, that that's sort of how I thought of it as well. I thought like, like sort of the concept and the plot and sort of what they were going for with it was funny. It just, the execution, like, sort of wasn't there. And it just yeah. felt, yeah, it was just sort of missing something. Um, yeah, it, it felt like it had the jokey setups, but it didn't have the punches to sort of make yeah. you laugh. Yeah, that's sort of a way I looked at it. There were, yeah, a couple moments that I liked. It, sort of yeah. Comedic moments I liked, but overall I just thought it was a pretty... Uh, decent film overall yeah. uh, and I think also I think it goes on a bit I think like it's a bit too long it's like a little over two hours or something which I don't think is particularly yeah I think that's my major criticism of this film as well it's just the length because I think comedies usually are yeah about 90 minutes maybe 100 minutes but yeah. This film is, yeah, two hours, and I don't really think it going that long, yeah, works or is majorly justified in any way. Yeah, it feels like some scenes were a bit too long, as in if, if you shortened it a bit, it would have been better pacing-wise and a better film, maybe, overall. Just... Yeah, it dragged a little too long in certain places. Yeah, uh, that that was sort of yeah my sort of, that was a thing about it that it just didn't work for me. Um, I I I will say I don't think it's aged poorly. I I, I don't like because um for those who haven't seen it possibly or listen to this, the um main characters dress up as women, and. It's not actually too... I, I didn't find it to be particularly... Like it, like, it hasn't aged poorly in a way that I think it could have, if that makes sense. Like, like that's just... Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Because yeah. whenever I look at an older film, I mainly judge it from today's standards. And this film just feels like it could have came out yesterday. It's... Yeah. It's, it's aged really well. I think that's one of its main positives. Yeah, it's aged yeah, aged well for a film that could have and could have not because it's got, you know, people yeah, dressing up as women, but it it doesn't really it doesn't like portray it as a negative thing that they're dressing up as women. It's more just like this is the sort of lengths they're going to to avoid being found by, you know, these uh, gangsters. Um, yeah. But anyway, yes, yeah, so there are these two um, musicians, and they, yeah, they sort of, we sort of, yeah, it's about their story and them and their sort of journey, and we see them, you know, uh, like they they witness a, a shooting and they and they're you know sort of on the run from these yeah gangsters and 
like yeah as, as we were talking about you know just a couple minutes ago that like this could be the makings of a really really funny st- film and have like it's got a really good setup but it just it doesn't it feels yeah half-baked and doesn't exactly come together in a way that it feels like it should yeah and, and to go on from your point from earlier i feel like the subject matter could have easily been very derogatory especially because it's from mm-hmm. decades ago yeah but it, it's handled well with care and respect i think yeah i uh i was reading something before that you know it was it was sort of uh, a pioneer, I guess you could say, in, in films of sort of showing these kinds of things of, you know, cross-dressing and that kind of thing in a positive light. And, not, and you know, because it was, you know, considered a taboo subject to sort of talk about, which, it, it, you know, that makes sense for that sort of time. But it helped uh, that sort of a... There was this thing called the Hayes Code, which was a... um production code from the which is like a, a thing about sort of cens- censorship and uh what films can and cannot show at us you know back then and i think this was one of those films that yeah started to change those law those sort of rules that have been put in place and and make it yeah not as big of a deal and less of a yeah taboo subject to portray this in, in a positive light as well on screen i think portraying it at all was was a bit iffy but portraying it positively probably would have been you know considered worse than portraying it negatively i think which is uh, a sad indictment on was a sad indictment on society then anyways and it's interesting to see because i wouldn't have expected a film from this long ago to have that kind of uh messaging in it i guess is yeah I also think it sort of makes this film stand out as a unique historical film. I mean, it's not historical, I guess, but as a film from the past, because most films generally are have like a Western sort of formula to it, whilst this film sort of stands out with its content. Yeah, it's got a um, certain... Yeah, something about it. it. It feels, yeah, different is... Because, you know, I mean, it's, yeah, it's a comedy, but it's not... Because, you know, I feel like this story could have been told more or less the same, minus a few changes to plot elements. If it was just, like, two guys, you know, and they were, you know, wearing different... They were just pretending to be other men, you know? Like, I think this kind of film has that kind of, yeah, way of... Yeah, I don't know how to put it. Yeah, it's it's got a way of, like... See, I don't really know what it is way of like shining amongst the catalogue or a library of older films yeah that's 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 actually a good way of putting it yeah it stands out more because of yeah how yeah it's the sort of yeah different way it's showing things um yeah and so yeah they so yeah they dress up as women and they sort of yeah go and they spend time and they meet and they sort of disguise themselves join it and they join this uh female band to yeah protect themselves and to hide away and then that's where we're introduced to marilyn monroe's character and i thought again i didn't think she was particularly amazing i thought the film was more or less 
fine. Like I didn't think it the film, yeah, performance wise, it didn't do a whole lot for me. Yeah, I, I think I think the same as well because she was alright, and I really enjoyed her singing. But mm. there are certain serious moments where she just it just felt flat. If that makes sense. Yeah, like it, like so. You mean like it was trying to hit like an emotional beat or something like that, and it just didn't mm. land for. It. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah and her ho- whole sort of to skip sort of later on, her whole sort of love story with one of the main guys, it just didn't work for me, and I was and I didn't really yeah care about what would happen with them it just uh I, I think i must have touched on it on the show before but i don't particularly care for romance stories i i think they're pretty bl- in fact i think i would have touched on it yeah last week's episode but i don't care for love stories and this film i'm not particularly invested in i'm not particularly invested in the story they're trying to to tell here if i'm being completely honest it just doesn't work for me yeah, as in the the love story. I like the comedic aspects of it of trying to get Marilyn, but once yeah. it happened, it just it felt rushed. It felt unearned, and yeah. that's why I think it sours the film mm-hmm. in a way. I think also just sort of my knowledge on Marilyn Monroe as a person and how sort of horrible her life was does make it kind of harder to enjoy like seeing her in a film and i I usually i that doesn't necessarily bother me but and i don't even know if it necessarily impacted my enjoyment of the film it just was something in the back of my mind because i was watching this on um, amazon prime and they have that uh x-ray feature where it has like trivia yeah. On the film. Yeah. And there was one where it says that Marilyn Monroe was pregnant during filming. And then it just mentioned, uh, and that's why she looks heavier was the phrasing they used. And also, and then it just, and then it just started talking about she had like multiple miscarriages or something. And I'm like, that doesn't need to be there. Like, that's just not, that's not yeah. right. And it's just, and it's, and it's funny, not because of the, that, what happened there. It's just funny to me because like, you don't need to know that. That doesn't. It's not really to do with the film. It's just information that I don't need to know about. Like, yeah, it's like the information is so out of place. It makes it funny. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, and you know, miscarriages are terrible things. But I, it's just so, yeah, not necessary to the information. Like, if if it had just said, you know, that she was pregnant while filming or something like that, that probably would have worked more they you know the extra information just did not need to be there i do like the the thing i do like to get back onto the film and onto a lighter note the action the whole thing of the main um was joe is he yeah joe is the one yeah joe and sugarcane it was marilyn monroe's character i do like the whole sort of having to switch between personas thing he has to do where he's yeah he's like on the beach and then he has to you know go back to the room and he has to be you know his female self and that like i but i feel like they didn't get enough out of that i feel like they could have gotten a bit more out of it in terms of uh you know comedic moments and there just wasn't enough of that um yeah i I mean that moment in in particular was 
quite good. It was well executed. It was mm. quite quite funny. Yeah, I but I, yeah, there yeah. just wasn't enough really. Mm. It needed more of those sort of scenes. Yeah, that's the sort of problem I had with the comedy in this film. So uh, last week I talked about the Clerks films for the new one, and this film this is sort of on an opposite spectrum to that in terms of comedy where. The Clerks films, to me, have a lot of comedy, and it's not funny enough to warrant there being, like, so much comedy. Whereas this yeah. film uh, doesn't have enough comedy. I was expecting more comedic stuff in this film, comedic bits and jokes and that. And this film doesn't have that. And that's sort of the problem. Is, is, those, is these films are sort of on an opposite spectrum of, like, you know, one has too many jokes and not enough of them are funny, and this film doesn't have enough jokes that are fun. Like, it, it's very muted, I think. As if, I mean, do you think it was intentional for them to not have as many jokes? Because uh, I read that Marilyn wanted to do serious roles later in her life. Oh, okay. Well, possibly. I'm not actually entirely sure, because I think that I mean, maybe that was the point, is that she wanted to have a more... Well, yeah, if she wanted to do more serious work and, you know... Uh, I guess that makes sense, but I feel like it's a de- it comes sort of at a detriment to the film. Yeah. Because the film isn't, yeah, funny enough to sort of justify being a comedy... Because when I, I, you know, as I mentioned before, this is, you know, lauded as a great film, you know, considered one of the best comedies ever, and that kind of thing. And I went in, and I expected, you know, a lot of jokes, and there just wasn't, you know. And I've seen films from, like, the silent films from the 20, you know, from Charlie Chaplin and, and like, Buster Keaton, and those films are silent, but they are sort of just, you know, a joke, every, you know, a joke every a minute, you know, like, think, you know, yeah. it just sort of continues and goes on. And But this is very much... I could tell where there were meant to be jokes, but they didn't land for me. Well, I, know... I think it oh, suffers more in the, the final act. Like when they're sort of from... I mean, it's jumping ahead a bit, but... Yeah. yeah no, no, that's fine. Sort of from what point do you mean, like... The, like you think a lack of jokes is what makes it is what sort of makes this sort of final act suffer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Because it was so jam packed at the start, it just fades away towards the end. Yeah, there's a lot of. Yeah, it sort of feels like honestly, I can't think of too many jokes from the film. Honestly, that uh really stood out to me. If I'm being yeah. honest, I, I uh, which is probably not a good sign because i i watched it i finished watching it earlier today so i figured i would have remembered so i remember like a few jokes but and there were a couple bits that i did like but they're in yeah, the latter half of the film i think uh but yeah so yeah they go undercover these two guys and they go yeah they're traveling with this yeah female band to sort of get back to the film and they um yeah they're traveling with this female band and again there's there's a so few was... pardon so they were like traveling with like a female band mm-hmm. because they were running away from the the, the mobsters from the yeah the gangsters yeah. yeah and there's there's some stuff on the trains act there's a few there's some stuff on the trains and 
there's sort of bits where the two guys are sort of where you know because they're still guys they're being she's like oh you know is it a, you know am i too close to you or whatever and he's like oh no is that's okay with me and i'm like mm, i'm not sure if i think if that's okay if i uh because like i don't i think that kind of stuff maybe that has an age as well depending on who you ask i think i think that's a bit more yeah up in the air and i'm just sort of like well i mean i don't really mind it i'm just like that's not funny i i think as com- as sort of time has progressed that kind of comedy isn't as funny anymore at, at least from my perspective that is i yeah. don't know how you feel about it but to me i think it's funny in a way because it's it is not accepted anymore so it being so out of place is quite quite hilarious now because it's not really accepted so seeing these sort of behavior that's not normal yeah that's that's actually sort of an interesting uh discussion is there the two guys they're a bit creepy they're a bit um they're not the most likable men and they're sort of the protagonists, and I guess you're sort of meant to want to root for them. But it, yeah, it does make it hard watching, because a lot of the men in this film are very, uh, yeah, inappropriate, as I guess the best way to put it, with yeah. a lot of the women. And I do feel like at some points, though, maybe that's kind of the, I mean, that's kind of the joke, and I f- maybe sometimes it was kind of interesting, because I felt... Uh, I, I just sort of had this realization now that some of the film feels self-aware enough to know that the guy's being creepy or inappropriate or whatever. They know it's a bad thing and they're making a point out of it. And sometimes it feels like they're not. Like if you, if that, if you get what I'm trying to you say. Know, I agree. Yeah. Like parts of it, it felt like they were poking fun out, fun out of guys who do these sort of behavior. And yeah other parts that seem to dismiss it so it 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 it, is, it does try, kind of create a bit of a weird message it's sort of just like well so how am i meant to feel about this then like am i meant to be like laughing at these guys you know like oh man that's you know can't believe guys are like that or am i meant to like it's at point sort of like so am i meant to be laughing at this or not which i feel like is a bad sign for a comedy if i'm like well is that what i you know is that the stuff i'm meant to be finding funny or not uh, yeah the guys well the band they stop off in uh this sort of beach right they sort of stay at this sort of massive resort and i feel yeah, like, like yeah i feel like this is the point the film goes on too long because a lot of the film is them at this resort like i think sort of everything before that basically from when they arrive there and everything before them arriving there i think that's all pretty well paced actually i think that all sort of goes at a at a decent pace everything moves along everything stuff's happening and then there's just a lot of stuff with them the rest of the film is them at this sort of resort place and that's the part where it all slows down particularly in the middle everything it just takes a while to get to the um the point yeah, no, I agree. I think it really drags just before, like, the major performance in that film. Yeah, and, and I was... Um, yeah, because I saw beforehand, I was like, oh, this film's, like, two hours. I'm like, oh, I don't... I, 
because it's like, is this film gonna justify being two hours? And I don't, yeah, it doesn't really feel like it does, because some of it's just like, okay, we're just taking forever to get to the point. And I feel like sometimes that's like what they're trying to do with the jokes is they're like, you know, it's taking like a sort of one joke is when a bunch of them, like a bunch of the women, they go swimming and then the Joe, he's as his other sort of, his, th- his second persona is that he pretends to be this, this like, um, oil, this, yeah, like, millionaire, I guess, he's pretending to be this guy, and then we see, um, oh, what's his, look at the guy's name in it, um, Daphne, Daphne, yeah, uh, or Jerry is his, uh, yeah, um, real name, and he's, yeah, but Daphne, I guess, technically, sees, uh, yeah, Joe, and... It just, like, a lot of, like, it sort of gets to, he's, like, he stops and then he, like, walks back, but very slowly. And, like, I think that's sort of an obvious point. Like, oh, that's where I meant to laugh. That's what I meant to find funny. But it just doesn't really work for me, if I'm being honest. It felt like because they had so few jokes, they wanted to litter them and stretch out every joke as far as they can. They just wanted to make the most out of what they had. It felt like the jokes, they just weren't as impactful enough, if that makes sense. It's like they were funny, but they didn't make you laugh. Yeah, yeah a, lot a lot of the, of the film, film is just, just them on this resort, resort but I think, yeah, yeah, the rest of the film is them on the resort. And they, um, I, 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 one I, of the bits I did like is when Joe, he goes back to the... Uh, their room and he's you know in the bath and there's you know he's just, just all these bubbles and you just can't see his body and then he stands up out of the water very slowly and he's still got like the millionaire costume he had him before i i thought that was like one of the only bits that was like oh that's actually that's actually quite good i do like that yeah yeah that was like one of the only memorable moments from this film for me because in theory, this should be funny because I kind of because you know it's sort of an escalation of absurdity that these two guys are going through to stay disguised or trying to you know sort of live these other lives and and I really wanted more sort of yeah absurdity in the comedy. Yeah, what did you think about the mobster stuff? Um, I think it is fine as like a sort of fr- as sort of a- an explanation as to why these guys are in that position they're in yeah but yeah. honestly i kind of didn't i kind of forgot about it honestly i i at a certain point because you don't we don't really see them they're like right at the beginning where they execute those guys and then they're right at the end where they're killed themselves you know at the end of the film and, and so like Ninety percent of the film or so doesn't have them in it, and so it... yeah, I, I mean I'm the same as well. Whilst I was watching it, I completely forgot, just like the guys, I suppose. But then they come back, and it's it's not really fully resolved. It had a funny moment when they came back, but I didn't really interact with the guys again. It's weird, because I understand why they're there, you know, they're helped, they're there to, you know, create the story and to 
you know, give the framing device and to, you know, explain why these guys would be doing the sort of absurd things they're doing and, you know, going to these lengths to protect themselves, but they're not in it enough. They're kind of just forgotten about. And same with, like, the police officers as well. Like, they're at the beginning of the film and then we don't see them again until the very end. Yeah, I mean, the police characters, they just felt extremely cheap and lazy because they don't really serve anything other than be a plot device. I, mean, I think it would have been funny to see the police when interact with the guys because of what the guys were getting up to. Yeah, because there's no... Because the police is... The police is... Pre- the, they're pretty innocuous, honestly. They, they like, There's not really... They don't really... They're pretty irrelevant, honestly, to the film for the most part. Like, you could more or less remove them from the film minus... I mean, I guess the the sort of opening of the film is, yeah, the police raiding the speakeasy, and so that's why the guys are running away, and they get into the position. But, like, you could pretty easily write around it and and find another reason why that would happen. I feel like I'm being more negative on the film than I probably am. I just think that there was potential with this film... Uh, that wasn't capitalized on, which is the problem. Really, is I'm I I feel myself getting disappointed in films that have the makings of a great film that I would love, you know, and then they don't capitalize on it or they don't go all the way with their concept, and it just sort of disappoints me. I think. Like I'm confused as to why it's regarded as a masterpiece perhaps it's because of its uniqueness or maybe it's just aged you know poorly in terms of we've seen better comedy films yeah maybe that could be a possibility is some people who love it because i feel like this could because maybe some people saw this as a kid and it was like a massive influence on their sort of uh sort of style of comedy or their sort of sensibilities towards comedy and or, or, or some people sort of view it in a certain context. There isn't much that would have been changed in a modern context, but it could still be altered to be a better film because the concept is so great, mm. just lacking in a, in a few directions, you know, whether that's the acting or the writing. Yeah, because I, I found a lot of the time in comedies, uh, movies and TV shows, typically the main characters are not the most likable people and sometimes like you know we root for them but like we did where we are shown like yeah these aren't nice people you know you shouldn't like these people really but i feel like in this film we are meant to like them like yeah we're meant to like them but they're not actually particularly likable yeah yeah i think they were likable at the start but then they start to make a few choices that just you know just scream you know yeah uh, problematic and yeah i do kind of, i do think that the kind of the subplot with uh daphne and osgood and their sort of thing i th- that was one of the better subplots in the film i actually found it to be reasonably enjoyable yeah, and it has this sort of optimistic angle to it once you reach the ending. Yeah, which was 
that was which was a pleasant surprise given the time period it came out yeah i was kind of yeah expecting a sort of moment where daphne you know reveals herself to be well reveals himself to be you know uh a man and there's this big falling out and they have this argument or whatever and they you know and the, he yells and everything because you know uh you know daphne feels this sort of um this that well they are lying to osgood because they are a man and i think that's kind of a uh, sort of way of yeah an interesting uh i think it's sort of an interesting way of sort of tackling that kind of thing and like the sort of scene where you sort of cut back to them and they're sort of dancing which i thought was actually one of the better moments of the film honestly i thought that was a really nice uh bit like i really enjoyed that dancing moment i really enjoyed the singing moment as well Sorry, yeah specific the... singing moment so were you referring to i think i think it's in the middle of the film like the big moment in the hotel a bit that I felt that wasn't really they didn't do a whole lot with was when Daph, well, no, Josephine, um, well, he, yeah, Joe, he takes off Jos- the Josephine costume was wearing, and I just and he leaves like the earrings on, and I felt like they could have gotten a lot more of him forgetting to take bits off that Marilyn Monroe, that Monroe's character would notice, and he, and then he'd have to have come up with this sort of outlandish explanations like oh i've got earrings because you know whatever and then oh i've still got this on because of that and and so on and so forth and i don't and they didn't do it again it's just not going all the way with the comedic bits yeah if it had those little touches and these little jokes sprinkled throughout it would have just been a lot more funnier and a lot more interesting i think Mm. especially when it reaches those pacing issues towards the middle and the end sort of like given it basically great comedy is sort of presented to them to be used you know super well and then they just sort of don't go all the way with it which is disappointing that and i think you know we've, we've touched on it quite a bit throughout this but it is sort of a uh something that doesn't work in a way that it should i think yeah, and I think we're only touching on it a lot because it's one of those points where it could have made this film really great. Yeah, and I rather think... Rather than it just being decent. Yeah. And plus, it's also kind of... The problem with most of the scenes in the film, honestly, is there could be so much more comedy and there's so much great uh, opportunities for just brilliant bits of comedy... And they just, yeah, don't capitalize on it. Because, yeah, there's so many bits where I'm like, oh, you could, there could have been something, you know, really funny there or, or here or at this point, And then it's just nothing. And I'm just like, right, well, we're just whatever. And it's just annoying. I mean, another positive that I can give this film is that the outfits were really good in general. I think for the guys in particular, I think it was a special standout. But in general, it was pretty decent. As, as a production as well. Yeah, I think sort of technically the film is well made. Like it, it looked like, you know, it's shot very well and the editing is all is good and, and everything like that. It's just sort of the script and performances that are kind of the weak parts that sort of are like, eh, this is not as good as it could be. Yeah, it's 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 like the main part is, is the script really and performances, but... 
I think that's probably down to the script as well, as it's not giving them more opportunities. Yeah, it's not giving them enough. Yeah, more tr- opportunities to make jokes or be be humorous. Yeah. So yeah, they they've sort of got this thing, and then there's the whole. Um, so yeah, we sort of get getting towards the end of the film. You know, after uh, Joe and uh, Sugar have had their sort of night. Uh, well, Osgood, who uh, Daphne is seeing, has announced, has proposed, and he's accepted it. And then you know he's, but he's doing it for sort of selfish reasons, for monetary gain basically and and they sort of yeah have this sort of going back and forth bit of just sort of like well you can't actually marry him and it's like well yeah but if i do then i can you know divorce him you know we get divorced i suppose a lot of this film has this undertone of selfishness or self-preservation about it because a lot of these actions by the guys are driven by this sort of need to preserve themselves for their mm. own self-interest. Yeah. You know, then, becoming yeah, yeah. girls, pursuing Marilyn, going on the yacht. Yeah, that's that's a that's sort of the thing about it too, is that they um Yeah, because they you know, he they sort of go after you know, they sort of are, you know, they're in they want to get with yeah, Monroe's character just because, you know, of the physical sort of looks and they don't you know, before they even really get to, you know, know her, and they, they pers- well, Joe pursues her throughout most of the rest of the film, and then, yeah, a lot of the film is just sort of about these sort of selfish people and their wants, and, but they don't really get punished for it, like, Joe has a happy ending. Yeah. Which I don't know. Maybe, oh, I maybe given that. the context of the time. It's supposed to say, you know, take risks and possibly, you know, and like he kisses uh, Kane without her consent, which is a bit, if bit iffy, but I think that's pretty common in a lot of films. The the sort of protagonist will kiss the sort of female lead, whether it's warranted or not. And even if it's appropriate or not. One thing I did notice actually is how well the two guys ran in heels. Because yeah. um, I'm just like, there's like that just seems that's like the most unrealistic part of the film. Like, there's no way anyone can run that well while wearing heels. Like from what I've gathered, yeah. I've never worn heels personally, but everything I know tells me that it's fucking pain and it's awful and it sucks and it's not enjoyable yeah i wonder how many takes it took to get that right yeah because like there's sort of yeah sort of stuff early on where one of them is walking and he and they're just like oh you know they're like oh god this hurts how do women do it and i'm just like and then yeah by the end of the film they're you know running upstairs and stuff in them and running down hallways and i'm like god that's gonna be that's gonna hurt their feet though like because I, I know that w- even just walking in heels is a f- massive pain. So I, I, I imagine running would be, you know, 10 times worse because it's a faster movement. But yeah, I think I think sort of the third act is kind of where everything comes alive, where the gangsters are at the um, at the resort. I think everything sort of 
comes alive and is sort of more interesting when they're there because it's because it's sort of it's like oh yeah this is the plot of the film this is what was sort of set up at the beginning is now being paid off at the end but it, yeah it's just yeah. too little too late i think yeah especially because the middle bit sort of mellows out and once the gangsters return it sort of reignites that comedic flair again yeah it's um i and i and i wouldn't say the middle i would say the middle is just like slow i was gonna say a slow burn but i don't it's not really a slow burn it is just slow it's just Mm. like okay can we just get on can we just sort of move along with this and get to the get to the point and get to the important stuff how did you find the whole mobster meeting because i i really like the the head honcho of that meeting I thought he was. Yeah, I thought he was one of the actually funny parts, where he's yeah. like, where he's like, where they talk about taxes and stuff, and he's like, oh, you know, we, you know, what is it even? He says again, he's like, oh, you know, we play. It's he's like talking about like paying taxes and like, oh, we don't pay taxes or something like that. Like I like that kind of. Yeah. Sort of bit. I thought yeah, he was one of the probably the best sort of performance in the film, one of the better parts. I would say he's like an actually entertaining part of the film um the whole though part where there's the guy in the cake and he pops out and he you know shoots the the gangsters that failed i was like oh that's very out of nowhere and i was kind of expecting it to sort of swerve and sort of trick the audience like oh you know this is what they've planned this guy's gonna pop out of the cake and he's gonna shoot them but then he'll pop out and he'll get shot or something like that. That's just sort of how I felt it was going. And it's like, no, he just pops out of the cake and he shoots the, he just shoots the gangsters. And I was like, oh, well, that's very anticlimactic. I mean, I suppose it helps keep the film light because you you, you sort of eliminate that issue. Gangsters being eliminate. killed with a guy popping out of the cake and shooting them. Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, it makes the film lighter in terms of removing that issue from the, mm. the audience and the plot. Yeah, but it would have been nicer if it resolved in a different or more satisfying way. Yeah, I kind of, I do kind of think it. I kind of like how sort of over elaborate it is. It's like this guy, you know, he's just hiding in a cake when it could have just been so simple. It didn't have to be that complicated. They literally could have just had a guy walk into the room with a gun and then shoot, like walk in from behind and shoot them or something. It didn't need to be, you know, they had to make him a cake for his birthday. And he's like, oh, it's in four months. Like, so when, like when he says that, that his birthday is in like four months, whatever, I was like, oh, so he knows something's going to be up and he's going to shoot the guy or something. That's sort of how I thought it was going. Uh, and then it doesn't, and yeah, it does. It it resolves the sort of yeah them the those gangsters going after the two main guys. But I just don't think it feels like a bit of a cop out, and just like yeah. they sort of wrote themselves into the a corner, and like oh, how do we get the guys out of this? And like, like it, it's ba- it's kind of a Deus Ex Machina, isn't it? Like it's just. Uh, something yeah. that sort of comes out of nowhere. And the police come in to stop the Italians going after the guys. Yeah, the, the two guys, they're like, oh, we should probably get out of here, and yet they run out. And then, you yeah. know, they get chased, but 
uh, the pol- the police come in and arrest the rest of them, and I'm like, oh, that was just a very, that was such an easy way of just wrapping up the story, and we don't, I mean, because it, this is, you know, towards the end of the film, and yeah, we just see, yeah, the two main guys, and they're, you know, running off, they're running around, and all that, I'm just like, okay. It's um, like the film plot also lacked a punchline. Yeah. They it, just, mm. Yeah. Yeah, I think that, that's yeah, it's a way that's a this way of putting it. It's yeah, it's uh it kind of yeah, again it's it's again the the police being there is also sort of a Deus Ex machina. It's getting the characters out of trouble just yeah. by being like, Oh, we've got some characters who will come in to save the day and to capture the bad guys and that's it. Uh and it's just sort of a bit weak. And I think like you know, I think the sort of scene, the sort of part where Joe and um, Daphne, not Daphne, well, Joe, well, Josephine, rather, and he goes down and, you know, he hears Kane's character singing and he kissed and they kiss. It feels a bit like, okay, that's a bit iffy. And then she's like, oh, um, and then I guess she sort of realizes that, like, oh, he's the guy she saw before on the you know, he's the millionaire, and then, you know, da- and uh, uh, Daphne's calling Osgood to take them on a boat, and it just feels, like, a bit too complicated. I kind of would have preferred if Joe had just sort of said, like, a quick goodbye and then left, I felt, and she didn't come along with him. I felt that would have been more impactful and probably worked a bit more for me, I guess. Yeah, plus... Surely it should have crossed her mind. Why is the millionaire guy pretending to be a girl in an orchestra? Yeah, that that she would have. I kind of thought that like she wouldn't be there at the end because they sort of keep talking about throughout the film. Well, she keeps saying that she's like not the brightest girl or whatever, and I'm like, oh. So, I mean, that's, that seemed a bit weird to me, but I was like, oh, maybe that'll come back at the end. You know, he'll do this sort of big gesture and he'll leave, but she won't put it together because she's not the brightest mm. girl or whatever. But no, she puts it together and she gets with him and I don't I don't really care for it, honestly. And I was like, okay, that's a bit meh. I didn't like it. I didn't like that sort of thing, that part sort of too much, if I'm being completely yeah, honest. Yeah, it just felt too convenient and r- removing like the the comedy parts because for the sake of convenience yeah and it's i guess too much i kind of yeah i think it would have worked better if it was more of a sort of yeah dramatic ending like he says goodbye and you know he knows he can't be with her or whatever and she doesn't you know or maybe you know she tries to get there maybe maybe she just puts it together and she tries to get there but like the boat's already left or something and she sort of has to watch him leave from the pier or something. I think I think that would have worked better personally. The whole film felt a bit too samey towards the end. Mm. It needed a few things to rock it in terms of momentum or tone. Yeah. And with yeah, it it goes on a bit. And it does just sort of feel like it's just sort of wasting time. It's it's like like not like there isn't like you know a lot of the middle portion is just like waiting is just sort of for the audience be like just waiting for the plot to go along like okay, 
come on, when are we getting to the, you know, the story, and it just doesn't happen, and then when it eventually does, I'm like, oh, that's right, there's meant to be this big sort of story thing, but it took too long to get there, so I'm not that bored, not that interested anymore, rather, and I'm kind of bored by it, rather. Uh, I, yeah. I do sort of like the final exchange between Daphne and Osgood, where he's like, oh, I probably shouldn't be marrying this, you know, rich millionaire. So he's naming all these things of like, oh, why we can't do it. And the guy, you know, he just keeps going through all these things. And he's like, oh, you know, oh, you can't have kids. We'll just adopt some. And oh, you smoke? Doesn't bother me. Which, you know, eventually, you know, Jerry, you know, says, I'm a man. And then Osgood is like, well, nobody's perfect. And then that's sort of the, (laughs) which I think is actually... A pretty solid joke. Probably my favourite joke in the film, in a film of of not particularly strong comedic bits, if I'm being honest. Yeah, yeah. But I did think it was, yeah, a pretty solid joke. And, and I think it helped the film that one of the best jokes were left right to the end. Yeah. So you, you sort of leave the film with a good feeling rather than a being a bit bitter. Yeah. yeah. And because I saw a review of someone talking about comedy, one of their like their favorite, com- their favorite teen comedy, and they talked about how you know bridesmaids had sort of the craziest sort of you know funniest bits early on in the film, whereas you know some like it hot leaves the best joke till the very end, and I was like ah, uh. and then I was kind of, and sort of watching this film, I was like oh, I'm probably not gonna like the final joke, am I? And then it happens, and I'm like oh. That's actually yeah. that's actually quite good. I uh, uh, I actually really like that joke, and I think it's a, a nice. It's probably it's probably my favorite sort of part of the film. Probably, I I, I actually did really like it. Um, I think. I mean, this film there isn't. I mean, it's again, it's a comedy because it's not actually as much to talk about as there is with sort of certain other films. Uh, I, I I think like. I mean, do you have any sort of final things you want to say in the film before we uh, get ready to wrap up? I mean, I sort of agree. I think comedies and sort of lighter films are hard to sort of dissect because it is, you know, it is what what it says it is on on its tin. Yeah, pretty much. There's not a... As much to say, if you know, as opposed to, you know, sort of a big drama or anything like that. Um, yeah, yeah. I think we have touched on and everything I wanted to. It's not as long as I was expecting it to go, but I mean, it's a two-hour film, and we have talked for less than like a little over half of that, which I feel like is a sign of a film that goes on too long. <laughs> like, cause, yeah, comedy. I don't think a comedy should go over a hundred minutes realistically. Yeah, definitely. Um, so yeah, did you did you want to put a uh, rating on this film? I'm gonna go with an eight. What about you? Um, I'd go a seven. It's like it's a pretty sturdy seven. Like it's not particularly weak or anything. It's just the yeah, the comedy uh, for me doesn't work well enough. Uh, which which is the problem really is that the comedy doesn't work well enough, and that's what really holds it down. I I'm usually usually with if I don't find a comedy particularly funny, or I don't even find it funny at all, that already drops it like by at least three points, maybe more. It it re- I 
for me, a comedy really needs to be funny to, yeah. you know, you know, get more points on a rating. But I, 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 I was happy to sit through it. I'll probably watch it again. Yeah. So just before we wrap up, I figured we might as well talk about Blonde because that has been premiering at festivals and such and people are have opinions <laughs> um i've not been keeping up with everything about the film uh have you been keeping up with this film and sort of reviews and how and a lot of consensus thoughts and that kind of thing yeah yeah okay. I have. so mainly it's it's divisive based on gender mainly it, okay. Apparently, guys seem to like it a lot, but girls seem to hate it a lot. Okay, um, sort is of. there any sort of, sort of, sort of underlying sort of, is there sort of similar things that like men like in the about the film? I presume, from what I've heard, there's a lot of nudity. Yeah, so it really benefits the male gaze. Which oh obviously yeah, of course. Like, yeah. Okay. Because a lot of the film is in nudity, from what I've heard, and mm. there are some scenes that are very controversial and problematic. Yeah, which I'm. Can be to watch. Yeah, I've heard there are certain. Um, I've been aware. Like, there's this film. I, I've yeah talked to people about this and. I was, yeah, because I was like, oh, this is like a fictionalized read sort of story about Marilyn Monroe. Okay. I'm not necessarily against that. But then, yeah, I heard sort of, because con- it's, you know, based off a book and sort of the controversies around that book. And I'm like, oh, that's not going to be fun to watch. Right. Because I, I wonder how I'll feel about the film. Because, you know, I am ma- a male, but like, I don't know. I'll prop. I mean, yeah, I really have no idea how I'm going to feel about this film, honestly. I've, it yeah. could really I mean, go either way with me, I think, honestly. I really love the two teaser trailers from the film. Mm, I like, yeah. I'm really unsure if I'll like it or not, because I did enjoy Man, which I know is also a divisive film. Yeah. But I remember disliking Titan, which was also you know, quite dis- divisive as well. So I don't yeah. know which way I'm going to go mm. with this one once I've seen it. Yeah. I mean, the only reason I was ever really interested in seeing it was because Anna de Armas is in it. Yeah. And I figured, like, it, like, you know, if nothing else, I'll be getting an Anna de Armas as Marilyn Monroe performance. Like, that's all I was like, yeah, I'll probably, I'll see it, like, just for that. But I also kind of want to see it because of because it's so divisive. I do want to see how I'll land on that sort of scale of like, oh well, I think it's good, and or well, I think it's bad, and I mean, I'll probably be in the middle, honestly. Yeah. But it's one of the more interesting films I think this year is that has come out this year because it yeah it does seem to have depending on who you ask. Typically, you know, because mainly from gender, from, yeah, what as you mentioned before. Even though it's received a lot of backlash, there mm. is still praise for its cinematography, its score, yeah. like the technical elements. There's just a lot of criticism with the script, which is 
similar to this the film we just talked about yeah exactly yeah i I have yeah that's what that's what i've heard is that like it's it like it's shot very well you know like i mean it's black and white cinema it's you know black and white but it sort of is is you know sort of it uses it and it's you know the cinematography works well and it you know and from what i've heard from most people they seem to agree anna de armas is pretty good in it is from what i've heard for the most part i think because i I remember people sort of iffy on the were like oh can she you know pull it off for 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 multiple reasons i think some people like oh she doesn't look enough like her you know she's not uh doesn't have the physique you know or you know will she be able to look you know the Mm. the accent and everything and i was like "Eh, i don't really care it won't bother me that much but yeah it'll certainly be interesting to see what it will be uh, and it comes out when does it come out on netflix like the i think late september yeah i think i think it was meant to be out on like the 23rd or something but i think they've pushed it back i think yeah I... yeah the official release date was the 23rd but it might have been pushed back yeah so it says here it was yeah released at Venice on the eighth of September, United States and at the on the sixteenth of September. I think that's just for its cinema run, and then twenty eighth of September on Netflix. So yeah, in yeah a couple weeks time, which will be uh, interesting to see how I feel about it in about a week and a half. But I think that's yeah. all I've really got to say. Is there sort of any things you needed to say before we? Uh, no, no, I'm good. Um, so yeah, thank you all for listening to this week's episode. Uh, do you have any things you want to plug before I end this thing, or not really? Not really. Thank no. you for hosting me. No, that's that's all good. If you want to come back in the future. Uh, that's fine. You you can come back again for another episode in the future if you want. Yeah, that'll be great. Yeah. So yeah, thank you all for joining me for this week's episode, and I will see you guys in the next one. Goodbye. <laughs>